0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. I'm Brian, the other one's Jim, and uh, Jim, Hi. what uh, what you drinking tonight? And don't tell me some bullshit.
1: Um, ooh. Well, if it's supposed to be not bullshit, then I'm in trouble.
0: Because
1: I am <laughs> drinking some leftovers from the old fridge again, so... I have the standard of course, Light, and a special guest appearance by Yingling Premium Beer.
0: Because oh. for some reason
1: my buddy last week brought that over. It's oh. not the Light,
0: which is the worst reviewed beer on our website. But, but the premium the beer is, step up. yeah, it's like they added two extra hops to that water.
1: It makes a difference, I'll say that. Look, it's not good. So does this? But it su- could be worse.
0: Does this supposed friend hate you?
1: <laughs> I think it was like even when he bought it and he came in, he was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see how shitty this beer is." Like I think not uh, really realizing just how bad it was gonna be.
0: And oh, uh, yeah, it was bad. Um. So yeah,
1: yeah that's my uh, schmorgasbord tonight.
0: It's interesting. So Jim, I'm uh, I'm I'm having a very particular beer that you should that you know very well. Uh some would say you are the voice of this beer. If that's gives it. <laughs> Damn it. No, you don't like that stuff. That's too high class for you. Um, I Let's am act- I am actually going with Fegley's Rude Elf's Reserve. Oh, okay. It's... Throwback. Yeah, so it's uh it's just that time, you know, we're getting in the Christmas spirit. Uh, my wife was at out, out the store. Was like, you know what? Let me gra- grab grab Brian some uh, Christmas beer. She grabbed me that, and a soon to be appearing on one of the future podcasts, a specialty Mad Elf, which comes in some big ass bottle, and I don't know what it is that's special about it. Might be aged in bourbon barrels, but either way, got me a four pack of this stuff, and it is damn delicious. If you've been a fan of is this, it site, supposed to be good
1: like, a special brew, not just, like, the gigantic, like, $200 bottle?
0: No, no. It's, it's like, it's a, one of those bigger whatever. I don't even want to try and guess the milliliters on it. But it's the bigger size bottles, but it's a special version of the Mad Elf. So, oh, I, was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it should be interesting for sure. But either way, so the Rudolph. Elf, if you're a fan of our site, either you check our site, watch videos, or you were one of the few that watched our our video that we did where we, uh... Very few. We, we decided to make two beer bottles talk shit to each other. Um, in a almost... I don't want to say stop motion, but a... Ah, uh, inanimate a object style? Uh, we put a lot of effort into that one. Didn't get many views. You should go check it out. Either way, we've talked enough about it this It might beer. be still one
1: of our lowest viewed videos for how long yeah. it's been up.
0: Yeah. But, um... It has a ton of cinnamon a lot of people love to say like oh it's a mad elf ripoff which it really isn't because it tastes so drastically different honestly other Completely than a, taste. yeah other than having the word elf in it and the fact that it's you know a christmas beer and a strong dark belgian there's nothing that's similar to those two so if you've never tried it you should give it a try especially if you like the stronger beers uh, what I will say also is if you've been watching me on Twitch throughout the night, and those of you who have, I really appreciate it. Uh, I went through about four Rolling Rocks while doing my little zombie challenge thing. So to top it off with this is going to be going to be interesting. We're going to see how I feel.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. How about well, you? We you, shall you, see, won't
0: we? You've been drinking any, any other stuff tonight, Jim?
1: Nah, I'm still on... Uh... I've been. It's been a dry night. Unless you mean like soda pop.
0: No, I do not, not goddamn mean soda pop. pop. The fact that you you're, you're having any soda pop, goddamn it, Jim. What? What? Why can't a man have soda pop? You're supposed to drink stuff that's good for you. That's bad for you. Like beer. Beer's good for you.
1: Oh yeah, right, right, right. <laughs>
0: um. But okay. So anyway, now, I'm
1: still in my like self-imposed not drinking unless like. Some kind of event or podcast or website shit. So, yeah, that's uh, that was my drinking or lack thereof.
0: That's uh, hey, every man has his convictions, and you chose an odd one, but I respect it. So, speaking of beer, what I wanted to talk about, and we t- touched on this last year. Um, <clears throat> you know, you 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 are you know, as you've said many times, you're limiting your drinking, and we've said you know now we're at a point where games and just generally our time is so you know you gotta spend it wisely you don't want to waste it and you're gonna do on good shit so you know when you do think you have the time and your friends aren't bringing you like the worst beer they can find if you were gonna go out and buy beer uh are you gonna just now try to stick to more like you know, you're not going to be adventurous and just try and grab Randall beer. And me and you obviously never did that to begin with that often. We would usually, at the best, get a six pack of shit we didn't know. But now. I was going to say,
1: for like the, the first year we did, for the first year. Oh, yeah. Year or we, two, we got especially everything. Especially to get the beers.
0: Yeah. But now, like, are you going to strictly just be all right, well, I, you know, oh, I like Weyerbacher, so I'll, I'll try their shit. Like, are you going to be less adventurous in trying shit just because, you know, you're not drinking that much to begin with?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be sticking to a lot of the ones that I know and are solid, like, for instance, like, Trogues, Except for Nugget Nectar, I like basically everything they make, so I'll, I'll probably have me a... Uh, like, whether it's Dreamweaver or Mad Elf's Back in Season or, you know, any of their little smorgasbord of shit. Like, I'll be sticking to them, obviously. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, yeah, the cheap brands will always wind up showing up because it's, you know, it's me. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, random ones that I'll pick up. I do, it's been a while since I've actually gone to, like, a beer store and gotten a random sixer, so I actually do need to go and uh, step my game back up that way. At least to have some, you know, si- sipping beers. Yeah, for sure. Maybe try some new holiday ones, because it's been a while since I've actually had a holiday beer I could consider new for me, so.
0: You son of a bitch. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I- I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah. Like everything else, I'm, like, so torn, because I want to try a million new things, but who got the time, and, you know, honestly, I'm not drinking that much either, so... You're gonna, uh, We're going to be a lot more limited. Uh, I kind of feel like in general, obviously I'm the one that stays a little bit more up on beer stuff. You know, since we started this site, I feel like... Not that craft beer is... What's the word I'm looking for? Not that it's going away. I feel like the popularity's gone down a bit. Like, it's not as talked about. Things don't seem as... The bubble burst? Yes, exactly. You know, like, and we, I think happened to be doing this at a time when it was really i mean think about how many specialty beers you know even we were willing to stand in line for a couple crazy exclusives but you know uh i think that bubble is bursting if not completely burst i think there's an oversaturation of craft breweries out there right now oh yeah and it's uh one of those deals where you know I love craft breweries for what they represent. You know, people just trying to make beer, but at the same time, it's probably... How many of those are just companies that are, like, thinking they can make a quick buck on making beer? And quite honestly, oh, it's another guy making an IPA like we've never tried one before.
1: Right. Like, there's going to be the point where people are just like, fuck enough. Yeah. Not even that they don't like the stuff, but it's just like like anything else it's just going to get hit a saturation point where people just get sick of it they rebel against it almost now oh, i mean i still think like the market's still like fine as far oh for as, sure um,
0: i i just kind of feel like if right now you're a new craft brewery and you're like going to try and get into it man you better come with and it goes out something thing. good like, yeah you different. better come with your freaking A game like already there not like just trying to experiment hoping you can make money like kind of like anyone trying to start youtube right now like uh we can't we decided to start start our youtube page you know at the end of the of the like i think the real bubble so we were with everyone else so you know it's a super slow growth for us you know we've been lucky enough to have a steady of a rise as we have but man, if you're trying to start a channel right now, unless you're doing something really crazy or happen to have a, you know, just a hell of a health, gimmick, yeah, like there's you're not you're not gonna have a chance. Um,
1: Personality for days, maybe.
0: Yeah, that would help. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as beer, um, I've just noticed, and I and I tend to be a nerd and keep track of like the industry itself for beer and uh, I know from 2012 to 2014 it was like one of the th- some crazy stat like it was the fastest growing American business model or some crazy shit like the the number of pop up craft breweries were crazy and that's gone down now over the past two years I think by like 30% 40% so it's definitely a decrease for sure um, but yeah so that's our little beer spiel. I mean, Jim, unless you got anything else to really add to that.
1: Nah, not really, and it's almost like anything else really. Oh, first off, real quick, shout out to Melissa from Cocktails and Consoles. Yep. She's actually in the Twitch app right
0: now. Oh, oh I see I see and you and communicating. Oh yeah. Yeah, we were chatting, uh, talking yeah, I right mean, before. It's this.
1: almost like um uh what what's the way to put it? Um Same with YouTube shows or even video gaming. Like, when we came on, like you said, that was, like, the big start of the craft beer bubble. And it was also the Call of Duty bubble on YouTube when, like, Uh anyone could become a YouTuber and have any kind of uh, channel and following just by doing that. But, we got in on the ass end of that, and that sure as hell didn't help us.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, and it's actually funny, because that's a pretty damn good... Transition, if I don't mind saying so myself, um, into yeah, one of mean. the topics I was going to say is, you know, if, if you knew what you knew now about YouTube, Internet, whatever, um, and you could go back and we, and we restart this channel, I mean, what what do you think would be one of your earlier videos or focuses? I mean, other than what we regularly do and what probably would have hit off more um, you know, to give you an example, for me, uh, obviously, being such a crazy Call of Duty fan, and not that you're not, but I think even between right. me and you, I'm a little bit more. So yeah, definitely. It, it, so you know, and I had a lot of crazy videos that have been uploaded since we've started the site, where you know I was you know getting crazy kills with throwing knives or doing sniping or something, stuff that all became you know really popular. You know, well before we started our YouTube stuff. So, what would have been something you think you would have really tried to push or, or do that you really enjoyed at the time when we started?
1: Ah, uh, stuff I enjoyed at the time that we started. Um, Maybe we could have done more of the drinking videos. I know they took an ass load of effort, and like, that's another one of those things where I don't know if the payoff necessarily meant the effort or was worth it, but. I don't know, I think it could have been more established as a true gimmick instead of, you know... I mean, we have the beer requirement meter, and we have the... You know, our review style and everything like that, but... I think it could have been another thing to make us just a bit more unique than all the other uh, YouTube reviewers out there. Once again, not that I don't enjoy doing it, because I sure as hell do, but... Hmm. Maybe that could have been a thing we could have done. Yeah. Or, what else would I... What else? I mean... Maybe, I think back then I could have done more of the uh, hardware reviews too, just because I have so much random crap that while now I enjoy making those videos, even though I'm far from any kind of competent uh, video editor, but it's still a little thing where, like, I'll put up a random thing and that'll somehow be a video that does okay. And it's, you know, I like talking about the random dumb shit out there. I don't know if I would have put as much time into the Atari and Coleco videos. Well, I like doing them, but even the Atari's because. Like I said, the payoff really wasn't there, but I could have condensed those videos down a bit for the effort, maybe. But outside of that, like, I still think maybe we should have started a year earlier when we first started talking about it, too. Maybe that would have been the biggest thing. That could have made all the difference in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and one thing I think we notice, I mean, just with the videos that do well or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, niche topics seem to be the thing that get the most views for us. Uh, yeah. So even some of our more are still our most popular videos, that goddamn Parappa video, which is a weird (laughs) niche, whatever you want to call it as possible. But then outside of that, other than, uh, you know, the Simpsons games, they all actually did really well. A lot of the Mortal Kombats, but then there's like those random games that just, you know, some of the random Sylvester Stallone games did really well, and I think it's just because not a They're lot of starting people to catch it. it.
1: The Superman games that did really well, like the PS2 and the Xbox One. Yeah. But all those do, too, so good. And I think also we're kind of getting screwed by the algorithm changing in the last two months, because we were getting some pretty consistent numbers back during the WWF games. And yeah. then the algorithm changed, and we're in the toilet again, so eh, yeah.
0: yeah. It is what, I mean, that's, it, it, the cycle is what it is, obviously, it's it, it would be more concerning if that was our full time, we were trying to make more, like, actual, legit money off of it versus something we, we really enjoy. Um, I think that oh, would yeah. be the one thing, though, man, if we had started this shit back in college, imagine how much different, you know, uh, who knows, uh, not saying we could have made a career out of it, but the amount of time we could have put while in college and then leading up to now would be insane.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. With all the free time we would have had then, comparatively.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> just like every YouTuber, man, your first couple videos, the thing that sucks a dick is, like, you're so stiff, and you're, like, you really, the intent to do good is there. And, you know, we had the idea, but goddamn, the delivery is stiff, the this and that. Uh, I think I've shared this before, but, you know, one of the ways, you know, because always, I've always been the editor for our site, and I thought, let me edit the video first, and we'll just talk to the video, because that will like Ooh. make it easier. Because in my mind, I'm like the video editing is the harder part, which it absolutely, obviously is. That goes without saying. But I just imagined eh, it wouldn't be that hard to try and like you know link up your your voice to what I've edited here, because we knew there are certain things we want to show, and I figured that'd be the best way. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. Cause number one. I was doing it based on my tempo and how I talk, and I tend to speak really fast, not a lot of breaks. And then, you know, Jim has pregnant pauses every word, and, uh-uh. and, and you know, he, he's a little bit more drawn out. So all of a sudden, I was like, fuck, fuck, Jim, you got to say this. You got to say this, Stephanie, you got to do that. So all of a sudden, it became not almost impossible. Yeah, it, it became almost impossible to do it that way. So, um then we smartened up and we're like okay well let's just talk and then do video to it and you know uh it is funny because you look at those early videos and like (laughs) you figured it took us almost a year to get 100 was it a year to get 100 subscribers
1: it was a year to get 100 subs
0: yeah i mean the fact that we stuck with that alone was pretty good because you know not that like not that we're anywhere near huge but the fact that we're on the cusp of 3000 subs now and we're averaging like a you know a couple you know easily over 100 every month says yeah. something it's like it, that that's crazy cuz it's like man it would have been so much easier just to stop doing this shit and you know uh, I oh, look back at yeah I look back at the old reviews and not that I'd ever want to go back and re-review something but it's like I'm actually really glad we started with the shittier games that we did because you know, it's <laughs> not, not games we super like, you know, I don't have an affinity for Urban Champion. You know, I'm not gonna be like, Oh man, we didn't say the right things to that. But um <sighs> Yeah, it, it it it's uh it's very, very interesting. You know, we I think we're obviously sticking with it, but I uh, you know one of the things I see you just wrote to Melissa, and you can talk a little bit more to this, but you know, uh, YouTube is the main place to go. You could do Vimeo, and you could just directly upload to your site. But if you want to have people actually hey, see hey, your hey,
1: Brian, hey Brian, right. hey Brian, 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 would would
0: now be a good time to start promoting your VidMe page? Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. So. Why don't you give a little history <laughs> lesson on Vidme and how we did on it, and what's happened since starting to go on it?
1: ho. so we've been on Vidme for, what, I'd probably say about a year now. And not that we ever really promoted it or really did anything with it. We just kind of use it as a mirror for our YouTube videos. So I've been uploading the old back catalog onto there. And, I mean, I think I got through all the Simpsons reviews. That's where, like, it basically held off right now, and yeah, we're at, like, 28 subscribers and maybe 400 views total, (laughs) so if people were wondering why that platform died, not saying that we were going to save it or do well on it or anything, but holy shit, like, on a good day, we can still do that on a video after a week if we get lucky with the right algorithm or blah, 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 or before it changed, we'd get that within a week, at least.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: A year, like, our best viewed video maybe had 20-some views on there. So, yeah, that was not a platform that was ever going to challenge YouTube. And from what I heard from around, like, it was kind of run shitty. They never promoted people, blah,
0: blah, blah. So, yeah, it's going bye-bye. I, when you told me about that platform, I was like, what, 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 what the fuck is VidMe? Like, I had no idea. Like, didn't hear a peep about it. And then when I looked into it, I was like, okay, it's a different platform. Like, Vimeo kind of sets itself as the... That's the video platform for professionals. Like, that's where you do professional videos. Uh, That's kind of its gimmick. So I thought, for sure, Vidme would be one of those. Like, you know, have a gimmick to it. It didn't. At all. It just was... It was what it was. Um, So I don't even know where you heard about it or who you heard about it from... You know where it came from?
1: Uh, The first kind of like YouTube purge, like getting rid of um, certain channels or like bot channels, and the first big like hit to advertising, like a year or two ago. That's where a lot of the YouTubers started to upload their stuff because they're like, "Oh shit, this is YouTube's dying. We need to have a backup." (laughs) We see how that worked out. So, yeah, you have the Vimeos, you have the Daily Motions of the World. Um, Amazon kind of has a video hosting thing now, but it's, like, really specific. So, like, YouTube's still the place you gotta be. You oh. Twitch's video uploading still hasn't even taken off yet, so.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, is, like, you know, I, I kind of would hope... Twitch, stay Twitch. Stay what the you're doing. YouTube, stay what you're doing. Like, it, you don't need to be all-encompassing with everything. And I know that, you know, will mean nothing and. It'll never change anything, but like YouTube Live, I remember we we talked before for a while about like what makes the most sense to keep uploading like live streams, like what we're doing right now. We could do up you know YouTube Live for sure, but it is a hell of a lot more effort. Like Twitch is easy to do; you can just you know for the most part you do it right through your PS4 or your Xbox One. Um, It's much more accessible, and even though obviously we're youtube first and our youtube lives did pretty well on the streams just didn't seem worth it so it's like you know you gotta put all to a degree you gotta put all your eggs in the basket i feel like when you start separating your duties and you're like trying to like spread yourself too thin it just doesn't work
1: yeah i mean it's it's such a balance like Everything's got their niche. I really do wish something would challenge YouTube because it needs competition for the way it's handling business. Like, YouTube doesn't care about anyone but what would be on TV right now anyway anymore. So, like, there's a reason that the biggest channels are now Jimmy Kimmel or James Corbin or fucking Fallon and shit like that. Oh, for sure. They don't even give a shit about PewDiePie anymore. Like, they don't care about people like that. They just want to be, you know, they want to be TV.
0: Yeah, they they definitely want to be more mainstream and... You know, to your point of they don't give a shit. I think that actually, I don't know if I would fully say that's a YouTube thing. I think that's uh, more of a mainstream media. Like, I think they don't know how to deal with the fact that they're not getting the kind of views that you would, you know, you would want for a major TV pro. Like. If you put out however much money to produce a program and it's not getting that many views, and then, oh shit, but on YouTube you're getting like 60 million views, but our TV ain't getting shit. Because people just aren't watching it that way. Like So they almost had to adapt their style to it. And I don't know if, I'm sure, you know, once they tie with YouTube and they pay to get it promoted a little better, that could be the case too. But, um, yeah, I put, like I said, I just have to put that more on the actual mainstream media, not so much like YouTube. That was a conscious thing they did. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing where they both realize they need each other, but like a lot of TV specifically does things to try and get that viral hit on YouTube, which
0: Oh, I for mean, sure.
1: I think that's dumb, but you know, it's kind of a it's promotion. It's all about promotion anyway.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, more people probably watch SNL clips on YouTube than actual SNL you know, same with like Jimmy yeah. Kimmel and all that shit. And that's not saying, like, that's not nothing against any of those, but yeah, people want shit di- digestible. When we started YouTube channels, like, the big thing was, like, don't have a video over 10 minutes, Like, or it won't get no views. And then algorithms yeah. changed. It's like, you got to have a video over 10 minutes. And it's like, you know, if you're trying to specifically cater your content just to- for views, it becomes very obvious. I think one of the most annoying things I find right now is uh, every video trying to be big, uh, I think it's an automatic must that you have someone looking at a product or looking at the screen with their mouth wide open with some effect behind them. It's like, oh, oh can't, yeah, can't believe I opened the box and this was inside, and, you know, a shocked person on the front. Like, that's a thumbnail that is a must at, now... You know, and it's like everything comes in waves. It's just, it's just funny. Like I feel like most viewers can read behind the bullshit, and you know, that's those are channels that ain't gonna survive. Like how many Call of Duty, strictly Call of Duty channels, popped up when Call of Duty was in its heyday, and how many are still around? You know. Oh yeah, not many. But I mean,
1: like maybe, maybe White Boy and alley A are still like big. But I know there's a ton of them that I used to watch that aren't around anymore.
0: Oh, for sure. And, you know... If you're too niche, you're not going to be able to sustain. But, you know, if you're going off the... Even people who are, like, pretty much only a Nintendo channel, uh, they've had to adapt to being a kind of everything channel. Because that shit will not stay forever.
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, Brad, give me one... Give me two quick minutes. I'll be right back. Uh, do you have the t- stream in front of you? Or yes. the chat? Yeah. Okay. Try and work with them, because well, I'll be right back. Okay. I think you know.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. All right. So, cocktails. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do my best. Obviously, I'm actively playing a game while trying to do this. So, yeah. Um, I'm not even sure what you guys are trying out, but I mean cocktails I'm sure as someone you're like us you you started fairly recent excuse me fairly recently with YouTube it's a it's definitely a struggle to figure out you know you're you want to do things popular but you want to do content you enjoy and you know I'm sure sometimes you've may and I can't say I'm sure and maybe you've done videos where you're like ah Maybe I wouldn't have done this video if I wasn't just trying to get some views because you want your channel to grow and you want it to do well. But you also don't want to be stuck doing a certain type of video or a certain genre of gaming just to appease everyone. If that makes any sense. By the way, these zombies, I don't like them. Uh, Snarkast was on with me earlier, and he knows this is my most hated goddamn zombie map. I just want to get to level 10 so I can say I've completed this mother effing challenge. That's all I want right now. Stop it. So all I want right now is, uh, a good perk. I don't even know where I gotta go. Whoa! Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me! Oh, Dios mio! Keep getting to level nine, but I can't get over that hump to level ten. It's really pissing me off. Actually, I don't even know. I gotta see what's coming down here. Fuck! Come on, elevator. Yeah, I see you're working on uh, your Fallout, so is that your fresh start, or is that new? Yeah, cocktails. The other thing I'll say for sure, you talked about, um, you know, making a channel unique... So, you know, I think your channel, our channel, it has similar ideas, you know, alcohol, gaming, that's not anything, you know, neither of us, obviously, were the first ever created, it, but it's, we both have our spins on it, um, and, you know, we tried to make sure, you know, you, you, you don't want to say you're copying anyone, but you just want to see who's out there, who's doing what, and, you know, the one thing I noticed is when we would try to reach out to other channels, and I don't want to call out any channels, not even saying channels that were even semi-like us. Uh, people are really weird in the community, especially if they don't know you or they feel you're trying to do something. And, you know, we would write emails just like, hey, like, would you mind checking this out? Like, look at this review or, you know, whatever we were doing at the time. Most of the time it was only the reviews. And we would, I would just say, hey, um, you know, would you mind checking this out, see what you think? some of them never responded and i don't get that because uh one of the things we try and do all the time is answer every single if someone's going to spend the time to send us a comment especially because we're not big at all like y- you can answer somebody you don't got to be a dick and just of av- you know avoid people um i i don't really like the whole you know oh sub for sub or shit like that but if you just want to ask us a question, or you want me to check out your stuff, sure, absolutely. You now, like, you should be willing to help people because we were all there at one point or another. I don't know. I just that's just how I think about it. I'm also how I'm see, hi, Jim. But yeah, yeah, like a lot of people, you know, to that point, Melissa. Like a lot of people, it was just, especially if we were trying to do a specific type of video that I knew was people were good at asking them just for an idea or this or that they would just avoid the shit out of us so once again that was one of the driving things i think pushes us to make sure we answer anyone that sends us stuff because it doesn't take long to answer a comment or you know even an email from people and we've gotten some interesting ones but it is what it is yeah
1: actually surprisingly for the most part nothing really that bad though
0: no 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 um Yeah, I won't go into what we were just talking about because I just covered it all. All right, so you're back. That's fine. You're refreshed. Um, I am... God damn it, no connect. Go away. All right, Jim. So it's your turn for one of the things I said you got to come up with.
1: All right. uh, So let's see here. We'll start off with an overrated underrated and we'll do one that's a little close to home. And I think I know where we're going to go with this one, but <laughs> I'd be interested to see. So, overrated, underrated, it's going to be the pre-NES era of video games. Do you think games from them are overrated, or do you think they're underrated? So I'm talking Coleco, and television, Atari 2600, blah, 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 blah.
0: Um, well, I definitely know where you're going with this. Um. So you're, you're basically every everything before. You're not throwing, like, arcades in there, are you?
1: Nah, I mean, I guess you could throw them like in there. Like, just home because, con- uh, consoles? You know. uh, yeah, let's say home consoles. Let's go okay, with that. Right.
0: Um, well, I think... The home
1: console pre-NES experience.
0: Okay. I don't think anyone downplays the importance and how significant... You know if you're talking consoles before nes you just rattled off a bunch but everyone i think if you think before nes all you think about is atari like that's the name that comes to your head sure you might have been able to to say in television or all those others but atari wasn't even the first but it did it the best before nes did so i think that's the easy one that everyone's going to point to or think about um, I don't think anyone downplays the importance of Atari or even talks that much shit on the games themselves. I mean, you've obviously done your reviews. I've said I enjoy them. What I will say is the retro gaming, and you fall victim to this a lot, no offense, Jim, but the collection on. of those older systems, you feel like you're part of a, a specific group, and you kind of almost don't want to admit if something is or isn't that good. Because, you know, you're, you're you're in it. You're enjoying it. And no one should take that away from you. But when you try and say, like, oh, the ZX Spectrum. And, yes, I'm saying ZX because I will never say Z. Um, or ah, television the or, or all those. Like, you know, people are like, oh, it's the greatest. Like, is it really? It's probably not. So I appreciate what they did historically. But putting, I'm just going to say, aside from Atari, I'm going to say most of that is overrated. Um, not taking in you know putting historical stuff aside So that's where I'm at with it.
1: That's what I figured but so you Jim, made tell me points. how it's, underrated. it's definitely fair And here's where I'm gonna go it's underrated and I'm gonna say it in a way that it's probably gonna be a little different than you would initially expect. So when people talk about pre-NES you know the old a pits and I know if you talk about fucking Europe they're gonna say all the microcomputers, blah blah. But, let's face it, people talk about the Atari. So, I'm gonna say it's underrated for the fact that it's only because people only talk about the Atari. Because the other consoles, especially like when I went through the Coleco, were... I mean, I'm not crazy about the Intellivision, but even looking at the quality of the games on there, like, the Coleco blew me the hell away with how close to the arcade it was. Like, it was really a system that, I mean, trust me, I know the era and it was during the American Crash and shit like that, but... The quality of the games there, sure, it's not NES or as deep as shit like that, but if you wanted to home a console, you didn't have to use your imagination as much. It wasn't looking at, you know, bricks and being like, oh, this is a person and this is a guy with a sword with a, you know, it's an arrow on a block. Like, there are actually real sprites with actual music and actual shit going on, so I think it's underrated and the fact that you have to look beyond just the 2600. If you look beyond that, you'll probably get a new appreciation for the whole era, but if you just stick to Atari, then, yeah, you're going to be like, uh, you know, the shit's so goofy and simple. So that's how I'm going to say it's underrated.
0: Huh. Well, I think the only thing about that would be, you know, I don't think anyone, like, you know, when you, it's, to your point, when they compare it to those older systems, uh, to, I definitely think they're actually a lot more impressive than, than you would imagine. But, how do I put this? I feel like there's a difference between something being unknown and uh, you know being underrated I think we- once people do play it they know it it's good and no one talks you know shit or will say ah oh, it's useless um, but yeah not a lot of people are ever going to play any of those especially as the collections get crazier and crazier so that's interesting yeah, fair point okay I like that um See, uh, it wasn't pre- just
1: me being like, oh, you gotta, you got to appreciate adventure.
0: Yeah. I can surprise you. Nah, I mean, I, the surprise would have been if you said overrate it.
1: Well, I know that, but that would have been too predictable <laughs> of a surprise. So, haha.
0: Uh, now, the real question is... Uh, how do I put this? So, you've already explained it your way. Um... Do you, I mean, even with what you just said, and even though some of those systems clearly have better sound, better graphics, would you still say you clearly prefer the Atari over those?
1: Oh, yeah, just because of nostalgia.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, if I
1: didn't... It would be weird. I would be interested to see what I would think, because without the Atari, I wouldn't have any interest in any of those consoles. But I'd be really interested to see what I think about those consoles if I didn't just, you know like the Atari, as I do.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Like, I wanted to know what it'd be like if I was, like, had Virgin Eyes for the Air and I was playing the fucking ColecoVision, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, now, what about the fact that you happen to own some of those consoles and affecting your ideas of it?
1: <laughs> well, of course it's that's gonna affect the idea of it, but, I mean, even even say if i had a flashback one of those consoles as my intro to it you know it would still be the same thing where i spent the time to get the money to play it are you just talking about if i just emulated it basically straight up without ever touching it beforehand
0: yeah like just emulation like take away the actual hardware take away you know your your collecting that you at like you collecting a thing, Jim, whether you're or not, you know, would take a, get something that should get a B, and it will get A-plus from you once you collect it. <laughs> not an A-plus. All right, a solid A. It will raise it a grade letter for sure. B-plus. Um, e no, Jim, come on. You're not that partial. But, <laughs> but no, no, I, I like that. I mean... um yeah those systems though i like i said i think once people do play it i'm sure there's a forum for every one of those systems or communities based around each one of those and i'm sure they are oh, yeah. amongst what what <laughs> just look at the cracks me, yeah well what cracks me up when you when you just brought that up um i almost and i'm not it's not at all trying to get religious on here but i almost look at those older or any generation gamer things they're trying to split hairs about, like, why the ZX is better than the fucking Atari or this or that. Yeah, they're kind of the, doing the same thing. It's like all the different Christian groups are saying, like, you, you know, do this, do that. Um, you guys are all kind of doing the same. Like, you should probably compare yourselves to a completely different style, you know, and explain why that's oh, yeah. better. I don't know. At least that would make more sense to me.
1: No, I hear you there. I mean again it's one of those kind of there is definitely kind of almost not so much a console war because say you go on the Atari forums or the Facebook page and I'm on that Facebook page and they kind of have like a general love for that whole era. But it can be to a fault because they don't you know, they'll poo poo other things when you'll see these giant collections of twenty six hundred games where they have seventeen versions of all seventeen versions of combat or Yard's Revenge or shit like that. Yeah. It's, it can be a little goofy. It's as goofy as any other collecting kind of culture.
0: For sure. Because, I mean, you I, look
1: at NES people who connect, and it's like, why are you going to pay that kind of money for it? For sure. When, you know, comparatively, you could be like, why don't you get a Super NES in if you're going to spend that kind of money?
0: Yeah. I also look at... Um, I feel... I almost... I feel bad for people who are like, you know i started playing nes was a kid never stopped that's the only thing i'll ever play and period like i I respect that if that's your favorite by far cool and you know but i feel like you're truly limiting yourself it's like the idiots who you know And yes i kind of feel like you're an idiot if you are one of those people are like i don't listen to any music past 1970 you know like uh, when, yeah. when you yeah. just stop all together, you're like, okay, well, cool. Then you really don't even know what to compare your shit that you love so much to, or you're just missing out on stuff. Um, so I kind of feel like that, when you just stick with one system forever.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's shit to experience in every era, like, no matter what it is, so. Oh, yeah. If you limit yourself, you're not going to experience things. You yes. know what I mean. It's all yes. about experience, getting those new experiences, and if you stop yourself then you're just limiting yourself to
0: you know life's all about new experiences so oh yeah give you a shot all right jim sorry I, I thought of a random topic uh right. and i'm going to frame it the best and i actually can. have a random
1: topic before one of our normals after you're
0: done so go okay on. so what common enemy type trope whatever you want to call it when you see it in a game, it's like fuck. I know it's like, not saying like you hate the game, but you just hate seeing because you know you're about to have a pain in the ass time. And I'm not saying Ooh. like you you don't need to be super specific and say like, you know, a fucking from a particular game this. I'm saying like one that's in a lot of different games. But every time you see it, you're like, god damn it.
1: All right, I'll keep this real general. Short enemies.
0: Okay. Like,
1: Odd job in Goldeneye, Imps in Castlevania, uh, I guess Imps in Doom if you want to say that. Just anytime there's an enemy that's purposely, you know, shorter than your character, you have to go out of your way. They're a pain in the ass. They're always fast and a hunter in Left for Dead, for example. Yeah, like they're just they're just made to be like short, quick, a pain in the dick. You can't really prepare. Well, you can prepare for it, but you're not like. It always comes out as a surprise, and you're just like, motherfucker. It's always some cheap death. It's always some just cheap thing in general. So, yeah. Short enemies. They piss me off.
0: Okay. I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. I kind of... Uh, definitely, I'm not exactly there with you, but it's similar. Um, my first one's super general. Spiders. Just fucking spiders from, you know, <laughs> any, any 2D platformer because they're never tough, but they're always like either just right in the way or something. Or in more modern games, to your point, they're small and they're always going to be lightning fucking fast and you know you're just going to be like what the ass. Um, and in horror or, games, they're always like the fucking, was... one of the creepiest looking shits out there. So yeah. The spiders are my kind of go-to. And it's funny because I'm not really that scared of spiders in real life. But in video games, I'm like, you asshole.
1: Um, yeah, or if they're a boss character, kind of like you're saying. If they're a goddamn boss character, they're always going to be one of the biggest pain in the ass bosses in a game. Mm hmm. Whether it's Resident Evil with the ones to poison you, or even fucking a game like Legendary Axe on a Turbo, and he yes, hasn't bring up the Turbo. Like, that's fine. goddamn, like, there's the first enemy, the first big <clears> enemy <throat> in the game is a spider, and he's a pain in the dick.
0: Yeah, you know what? So spiders are the general archetype, but to your point, I was at first gonna say the really fast enemy in a game because almost every game you're gonna have just that oh that fast asshole. Um, but that's yeah. a little too general. So I will say just if if something fucking poisoned you, I hate. Yes,
1: that. poison enemies.
0: Like like, and I get it. That is that's a legit thing. That's a reason in a game. Da da da. Okay, but I. Hate them because it's like if you're playing an RPG, then you know you gotta waste po- things on an antidote. If you're playing, you know, like Resident Evil, it was like, oh, now I gotta be fucking Rebecca to heal Chris, or you know, it was like always <laughs> something yep. that you knew just were gonna drag your ass down, and it never made the game fun. Like it didn't even add a challenge. You just, you just knew with that poison <clears throat> came something you didn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the difference between like Fallout's hardcore mode where it, it was. More of a challenge to micromanage so much versus, oh, fuck! I just I'm gonna have to do this. So, yep. Yeah. Even
1: though I did like Fallout's hardcore mode, but no, I know what you mean. There. It was yeah, like it was just such unnecessary. What do you call? It? What do you call it? Uh. No, I know.
0: Yeah, what you're like saying. you said, it, micromanaging. Yeah, and it just added, for a second. It just it just adds a layer. It's like ah. Uh fuck, this guy's... Uh, and, you know, 90% of the times, if you have what makes a poison guy's even worse, where they're usually going to be really fast, or they're the assholes that spray something and it's poison. Like, so it adds an extra layer of bullshit. Like, no. I don't know. That that, that was always mine. <laughs> but, yeah. Ah, oh, the sprayers. So, that... Is a good ducktail into so I know you have something, but um, really general, and I'm sure we've to a degree covered it one way or another before, but um, it can be really fast. It, what is the most common level in a game that when you see same idea, you're like, god damn it, it's one of these levels. (sighs) And I, I know there's, I'm just gonna throw it out there right now, I know the most common answer to this has to be either water or snow levels of any kind. For or sewer. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, but yeah, I'll let you go first.
1: Uh,
0: water. You know what? It's weird, because,
1: like, water levels... Yeah, they kind of suck, but I don't think I've ever been truly, like... Ah, oh, water level, damn it. I think the ones I hate the most are levels with tons of conveyor belts. Because Ooh. you're always flip-flopping back and forth between, you know... Level oh, the floors pointing me this way. Oops oh, the floors pointing me this way now. Oops <sighs> oops, the floor pushed me up into the goddamn sky. Oops, now I'm dead. Like it's always just some bullshit with goddamn conveyor levels. Like Yeah, that's a the good most one. annoying levels in Streets of Rage are always the conveyor belt levels with the cheapest yeah. deaths. The ones that look at any beat em up, look at any platformer, it's just a pain in the balls. So yeah. I have I have a secret long running hatred for conveyor belt levels.
0: That's actually a great one, which I didn't even ha! say. so so for 2d platformers i'm gonna use that however uh i'm gonna say i hate forced stealth levels and non-stealth games
1: Ooh, uh, that's a good one too
0: you know like it's like i'm i love games that use stealth you know a lot of my horror games i love that you got to be stealthy or you're gonna be dead or you know or you're allowed to use stealth but when it's like like recently playing through COD World War Two the campaign, every single COD hat usually has one where it's like, "All right, silence your weapon. You gotta sneak past the guards." That's not that's not a stealth game at all. Like don't try and mark it as because you can cr- hit just because you have a crouch button does not mean you can be stealthy. Like I'm sorry, that's right. That's some bullshit. Like you want to be stealthy, hide your ass in a cardboard box like Snake. Like you ain't you ain't stealthy otherwise. So. <clears throat> I always had a problem with those forced stealth stealth modes or, like, levels or situations. That was always mine. And Snarkast actually brought up a great one on our thing, which I thought of at first for sure, the uh, escort missions. Um, Yep,
1: that's a classic.
0: Those are definitely a pain in the ass, especially, and I think what he's probably referring to is the ones where it's, like, the most useless escorts, like a lot of the Resident Evils, um, yeah, I'm sure there's a gazillion things there are some games where an escort might actually be useful but 90% of the time yeah, it's usually like oh this person I can't do anything and moves too slow and well like the worst is the escorts that can actually stop you from finishing a level because they get stuck or something like the AI is so stupid it's like stuck behind a bush and you're like what the fuck just move so yeah that's a pain in the dick
1: yep I agree there.
0: So I actually think we had some nice uh, surprising answers on that one. Yeah. Alright, so now you said you had a topic before I I ran into that, so let's hear yours.
1: Yeah. So, since we both tend to watch a lot of gaming-related YouTube channels, and this is one I probably wish I thought of beforehand, but what are some of your favorite episodes from, like, your favorite YouTube gamers? What are the episodes that you, like, go back to if you're like, Oh, I want to watch this guy. Let me... You know, okay. go check this video after the hundredth time.
0: So for me, gaming and YouTube, uh, I go right to even though I I watched them before gaming or before YouTube, I always go to uh, Angry Video Game Nerd, and right. my my absolute favorite is his Castlevania reviews. Um, not even so much for the fact that I love Castlevania, but. <clears throat> That was one of the first videos watching him that I was like... He's still doing the angry gimmick, but I felt like he was also more so than usual giving a uh, a very personal... You know, just... It's a love story to a series he loves versus just... It's clearly a piece of shit game because no one's going to say that Castlevania games all suck. Like, you know, no matter what you feel about some of them, no one's going to hate them all. So... I like that a lot, and that's, I don't know, it always, uh, that's like a good Halloween getting ready, you know, to play it, so that's usually my go-to for for him.
1: That's a good one. Any What's other yours? guys, to,
0: YouTubers? Uh, you know, what, honestly, to, surprisingly enough. I know
1: you don't watch him as much as I do.
0: Yeah, um, like, hmm, I'm trying to think. Um. Game, gamers. Yeah, I just. Yeah, you know what? To be honest, yeah, I don't watch enough to even do it. So, Angry Video Game Nerd would be the number one I watch the most often. So, I'll stick with that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'll start mine with Angry Video Game Nerd as well, like a lot of people will. And for me, actually, for some weird reason, I love his Pong Consoles episode. I think because it's so goofy, but it's him, like, discovering all this ancient technology and, like, all the weird little quirks about them all. Like, it's one... It's, like, the classic things. He gets angry, but he's also funny. But you can also see, like, a real personal side to it, too, that, like, he's really interested in these fucking things. These completely outdated technology. So, for some reason, that... And maybe the Tiger Electronics ones, too. I go to that one, even though that's a little bit of a newer episode. Hmm. And then, say, um the channel Gamesack. for some reason i always watch their renovation games episodes and i don't know why it's that developer maybe it's because of how weird and goofy it is but i don't know i watched the shitload out of that and also just their console overviews in general like when they talk about the turbo or the neo geo their console overview videos are great just for not only just info but like it's a nice starters guide too and yeah you know what todd actually had a good one well snarkass i should say and Spoonie, even though he doesn't upload anymore, and that's his own little thing. But uh, he had the Ultimate Retrospective, which was awesome, and his bread and butter that got him famous was him shitting on Final Fantasy VIII. So that's always, like, a nice little nostalgic trip to watch every now and then. Interesting. In all of its 480 four, four, four glory. Um. Yeah,
0: that's definitely... Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't say I watch any of them. <clears throat> honestly, and it's probably getting most people hating me, the only other game I, I watched more than a couple videos for was some of the PewDiePie, and the only reason I would watch is when he did his horror games, because it actually made me learn about horror games I just didn't know. Like, a lot of the indie games he did, I was like, oh, shit, like, Baby'sitter Bloodbath, blood bath party hard, like, those are all games i never heard of until I was like, oh, okay. Um... But yeah, I never would rewatch him, Just that's what I would watch from him. So makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, now I now I think you had a uh, which is better to do.
1: Yes, I did have a which is better task that I had to come up with. So all right, let's uh, let's do this. <clears throat> which is better? We're gonna go with slightly topical. What's, what if, what do you think are the better licensed games in general? Games that come from Star Wars or games that come from Disney?
0: Are you counting current what Disney bought, like how they bought all Marvel? Or are you counting, like, old mm. Disney? Let's say... Disney, like, when you say uh, Disney, let's, my... Let's my, say my, through my the gun- PS2.
1: Before okay. they bought Marvel. Let's say through the ps So right?
0: mostly they're movies and cartoons. Well, um, yeah. Star Wars or... Well, actually, Disney bought Star Wars, so it doesn't matter. Um,
1: yeah, well, this was before then, too. So.
0: No, no, I know. Um, Alright, so let's think Disney. So some of the bigger ones, and, and obviously going completely off the top of my head. So DuckTales, that's Disney. Um, I don't... Other than Kingdom Hearts... I'm trying to think of other, like... I don't know many Mickey games. I don't know many...
1: Epic Mickey was after... I mean, you had all the Genesis Mickey games, like... Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion, Fantasia, which sucked. uh, Which I never played uh... any of them.
0: Yeah, so I mean, just based on... Because I have more experience, but then in general, I think I have more... like. I will try a game from anything if I hear enough good shit about it. And actually, Kingdom Hearts is a game i have always like, God damn, I just need to play. Because I hear so much good stuff about it. And from what I've seen and heard, I know it's something I would enjoy. Uh, But with that being said, I think it definitely Star Wars. Just the games I've played with Star Wars, um, I've been lucky enough to mostly play good ones. That I just think they, on a per-game basis, not knowing how many games Disney has... Star Wars probably kills it. Now, Star Wars has a plenty of stinkers, for sure, uh, but then again, they have so many games, that's it's like, of course they're going to have some. So, yeah, what about you?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to go overall Star Wars more, just because they also had the advantage of arcade games, and their pre-NES lineup was, like, an actual thing, unlike, um... You know, uh, Disney, but I just think, like, I've played Kid the Castle of Illusions and I like them, and I grew up loving games like Quackshot and shit like that, but I just think the overall quality has always been better with Star Wars games. So, I'm gonna go with Star Wars as well, so like, the super Star Wars series, even though the NES era, like, the NES era definitely goes to Disney, um, the 16-bit era can almost be a toss-up, really, because the Genesis killed it with their Star Wars ga- or their Disney games, and the Super NES games were good, but... I don't know, I think I just like the Genesis ones more as far as that goes. Hmm. And if you go to the N64 era, again, it goes back to Star Wars, because name a really good Disney game during the, um... Well, the Toy Story games, maybe, but... You know, besides that, name some really good games from that era. Like, I know people... There's fans of Hercules, and there's fans of fucking... Oh, shit, what were the other ones like Tarzan and crap like that? But you talk about that era of games, people are going to talk about Shadows of the Empire and Rogue Squadron more. So.
0: And besides I think it's a real who,
1: give and take there.
0: I mean, and besides that, like, who cares about in 64 games anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Jim!
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But, yeah, yeah, so my vote's going to go to Star Wars, too. Even though, like, Disney definitely had some top-notch moments, I still think the overall is going to go towards, um... It's got to go to Star Wars. Come on, there's just too many damn games. Too many damn good ones.
0: All right, so as a quick offshoot to that, just because I don't know at all, are there any good Star Trek games?
1: Uh nothing that would be fun to the general masses. And I've only played barely a few. But, like, it's all, like, bridge simulators or, like, maybe... Like, there's no real action-y games. Except for that Star Trek Online, which people hate because it's nothing but action. So, I don't know. It's kind of that fan base that's, like, hard to please as well. But it's still, like, it doesn't lend itself to really action-y games. And it's kind of surprising, besides Star Trek Online, they don't make more
0: that's what I was gonna games, say. Like, those, those why, are action or, movies now? In general, I mean, the mo- the new movies. I, I mean, I like the new movies. I know some people. So do, do I. Not. But, um, I, I'm like shocked. Like, and I thought they did pretty well. Why can't they make good Star Trek movies? Like, that's a franchise that you'd be like, why can't you do that? You
1: mean good movie games or?
0: uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, like, why... But yeah,
1: it's weird. It seems like one of those ones where, like, they just keep missing the opportunity. Even
0: if you made a fucking...
1: Make a space combat game with all the different ship types and all the different races. Like, sure, it won't be, like, you know, quote-unquote Roddenberry's vision. But it could be a fun game that people might actually enjoy playing. Yeah. Make it almost like what uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter were. Make them mission-based. Like, shit. Give us something.
0: No, I agree. Um, And I also... I I think about that with a lot of franchises, and, you know, (sighs) um... Did you ever get the feeling, and this might be controversial, hear me out, it wasn't really until Batman, the Arkham games, that you felt like Batman had a proper game. The NES game was amazing, and we know there's other good Batman games, but the Arkham game, I felt like, was the the game Batman fans were waiting for, if that makes sense.
1: I, I... I'd say that's fair, because, like, the good Batman games before then were all action games. And, you know, for outside of the movies, like, if you're a comic fan, there's way more to Batman than just, you know, his kung fu. So, I think it did the nice little blend of, like, you know, problem solving and... Like, there's never been a good Batman detective game. It's almost surprising there's never been, like, only even a Tell. Well, is there a Telltale Batman game now?
0: I forget. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Because maybe that would be the one, but it's something that melds it all together where you have his detective work. And, you know, his problem solving and his scientist stuff. Besides, you know, just the gadgets. It just seems, maybe it's a lot to ask to meld all that into one cohesive game, but it just seems like it's never, even with the Arkham games, it's never quite fully reached that potential yet. Yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll say the Arkham games have definitely been the closest we've been.
0: Um, no, I agree. And I have a lot of Batman games that I love, but now let me ask you: Me and you agreed to a degree, but <clears throat> I just bring it up because we just talked about Batman, but the Superman. So it wasn't until that really Xbox game or the uh, 360 game, the of Superman, where we're like, finally a fucking Superman game where you're flying around doing Superman shit, like you're, you're you know you're yep. going around the city. Like, that's what you've always wanted. And I still feel like they need to make a really good Call to GTA, you know, modded game with a really good They need Superman. to make it
1: interesting. It can't just be, like, Superman fighting robots and, you know, aliens. It needs to be or, doing, or, like, real or, high-stakes stuff, too.
0: Or, or getting kid- kittens out of trees, Jim.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. They, they had, can't do that. They their secret package version, didn't they?
0: so you know i think about all these type of franchises we love so much and you know it uh i think it's kind of good to you know think which game which franchises have been done justice like spider-man everyone pretty much agrees spider-man 2 and games past that new this is how you make a really good spider-man game that people love you're doing spider-man shit swinging through new york you know beating up bad guys having villains good story it's that's what you need um I would almost argue that, like, so think like X-Men because of how big that universe is, that that X-Men Legends game was awesome because now you have a big enough amount of teams and this and that. I still don't know if that's the perfect one because I don't know with the X-Men universe being so big what could be a perfect X-Men game, but I mean, I think that was pretty damn close.
1: Yeah, I think the Legends games, and it's a shame, like we said in another podcast, that they aren't back yet. Pardon me, but yeah, like it actually seems like it's been a while since we've had a really good X Men game in general, too. Like
0: that's yeah. kind of been a forgotten series. It, it sucks, and like, cause I know what, what was that one the, the one X Men game? I can't even remember what it was called, but uh, it was like you were like a new recruit. So there's there's interesting ways I think. You oh, X
1: Men um, X-Men Destiny.
0: Yeah, and I I heard mixed things about that. But, I heard much yeah, of uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of just feel like X-Men's a really tough one. Because there is no one style that would probably be perfect for it. But I feel like there's something out there we're not thinking of that would be really cool. And be like, that makes X-Men. Like, that's the game for it. Um, one one game that I'm actually amazed... Had, well, it's been made, but isn't really available anymore a first person punisher game like there was one for oh, ps3 yeah. but i think it was semi multiplayer only and it, like either doesn't work or didn't turn out that well but like you know the punisher game obviously i love or we love from ps2 that was like right basically yeah. as perfect a punisher violent as shit awesome it had those execution kills which made it you know so much better so, yeah, I don't know. I think that's very... That, that was a good one. But, you know, kind of going with that, based on your favorite non-comic movie or even video game franchises, what would be, like, a style of game that you would love to see, you know, something something change to, if that makes any sense?
1: So, like, a... Uh... Like a licensed kind of thing that can get done. Yeah, so,
0: so, for example, like, before, like, imagine, uh, I'm trying to give an example. So, you know how, like, Halo went from first person to the RTS, you know? Right. That universe lent itself to that, and I know you like that game, but that was, like, that was... Oh, a, Halo Wars I like, yeah. But that was a huge tonal shift to, like, from what it was. So, like, examples Trip. like that. Like, even, shit, Alien vs. Predator had their, that little RTS, the Extinction game, which I freaking loved. Um. What do you think? Like, what's it, what's another game that you would like to see change like that? Huh.
1: <sighs> what would I like to see like that? Um. Especially a series this these days. Maybe I'd almost like to see... Maybe going back to a friggin' combat. Uh, or, you know, armored combat games. Like, a... What do you call it? Let's take Call of Duty, for example. Like, you know how Assassin's Creed, one of the games that people like the most from that one, is, I guess, what is it, Black Flag? Because it has the, uh... Those pirate ship levels that turned out really well. Mm-hmm. Make a, just... Make a friggin' Call of Duty game, but just base it around, um... Uh, Vehicles, Shit like that. You know, the thing that we all love. Like, one of the reasons I love the War Mode so much is because it actually uses it. But have,
0: like, basically have the Call of Duty perk system and its it's engine, but set with vehicles is what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or have, like, a period piece game. A period piece game, like, with vehicular combat.
0: Huh. I like that idea. Um... You know what I would like? <laughs> this is going to sound fucking what? weird. <laughs> is, uh... Somehow... Get the idea behind Marvel versus Capcom with the engine of Mortal Kombat and do that with all Bethesda's licenses. Like Fallout, Ooh. Skyrim. <laughs> I want to see a Deathclaw fight like a fucking, you know, a Dragonborn. So bad.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Uh, or like, you know, the, uh... Shit, what are those helper robots from New Vegas fighting a uh,
0: Mr. Handy?
1: Yeah. Fighting a oh, Dovakin yeah. or something like that.
0: Exactly. Like that you know, fuck, throw Doom Guy in there from their Bethesda. Game. Like I I don't know, the idea of that kind of mashup would be awesome to me.
1: Yeah, that actually would be really cool. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I know I know we were rambling on a little bit, but that's obviously part of this when you're drinking as much as we do and we're doing this shit, so yeah Um, but before we wrap up Jim anything else
1: Uh, actually one more thing that I kind of hate that we forgot to do last week I just want to give (laughs) a shout out once again and another thank you to Dan from Console Wars for coming down and doing his podcast with us
0: after we did the last
1: podcast I was like ah shit we forgot to thank him for that again so definitely Dan thank you so much for coming down the dude had a hell of a trip to get down here an even worse one to get back but he was a trooper through the whole thing, especially with how drunk we were. And that's the drunkest I've been in a long, long time. So Yeah. <laughs> He's a good dude. Uh, definitely go out, check Console Wars, make sure you subscribe. That's a great channel.
0: For sure. Uh, definitely mimic everything Jim just said. Uh, one of the things I'll say, I'll give some updates. So, number one, I think we mentioned last time, but I'm not sure. The site, our actual drink a beer and play a game site, is fully back up. Um, there was a lot of issues, but it's, it's back. So uh, you can probably, way more regularly than YouTube, and even though I've been more consistent with YouTube, you can expect almost daily content with Drinking Beer, because we're backlogging a lot of stuff we had before, plus throwing some new stuff on there. So the site is actually going to get a lot of attention from us. So if you, if you enjoy it, make sure you subscribe to the site itself so you can get the emails from us has all of our links to everything we do, and it might highlight some things or touch on some things that YouTube we just don't get to, or even Twitch or our podcast. Um, speaking of our podcast, because our site's back up, we are back on iTunes, so we would truly appreciate if you love our podcast or you don't want to see our videos and just hear our voices, you can listen to us there, or you can go to our site, listen to it, download it, whatever, whatever works best for you guys. Um, as far what as you more, two, What more could
1: you guys possibly want to work out to than the sounds of our voices? Than two guys getting drunk while you try to do push-ups. Come on now.
0: Hey, maybe people are just trying to grind through a game and they want to listen to us, Jim. Did you ever think about that, jerk?
1: Hey, that's true. Maybe they'll hear an opinion that they don't like from what we hear from the comments section, mostly mine, that maybe it'll inspire <laughs> them to go a little harder.
0: So, maybe? You never know. Well, you are Mark, so I mean, yeah. Ah. But, um... Also, in addition, so Jim mentioned, or he threw a comment in there, just recently uploaded Resident Evil 7 review. Jim and I are again back to doing reviews together. Obviously, Jim, we've mentioned multiple times. He's been a busy boy. So now that everything's back to normal, we're going to get back to what we scheduled. uh, Starting in December, our goal, you know, we're not going to make lofty goals or projections. One review a week. If we hit that, it's awesome. You know, we're never going to do less than probably two or three reviews a month. But our goal right now, one review a week. Not saying we're not going back to some of our crazy multiple ton of reviews in a month because we might be in working time. towards that. But, yeah, they're going to be few and far between. Uh, but, you know, obviously we're padding that now with a lot of other videos, with the podcast, with playthroughs with, there's just, there's going to be different variety of videos being streamed your way, and we're going to obviously see what you guys like, what you don't like, so don't be afraid to comment, send us shit in the community, send us emails, we'll listen to whatever you guys have to say. So, I think with all that, I think we're pretty good, right? Yeah, and um, just on that note,
1: uh, I guess I'll say drinking and thrifting, I should have out in another month or two, the next episode of that, just because... I've finally found maybe a few things worth talking about, but yeah, just hardware reviews will be coming back and just, everything will be coming back to normal. So, like Brian said earlier, the page is not dead. Do not worry.
0: Yep. So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, Make sure you leave us comments for this episode. Keep checking in for more videos, as we just said. And as always, guys... Give us topics
1: and questions. Topics, please.
0: Yes, please. And as always, guys, (laughs) cheers. Cheers.